This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Kathy McCarthy from the West Custer County Library. She's the adult services librarian. Kathy has been in the Valley since 2014, having moved from Denver after growing up in New York City and the surroundings. Kathy, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Gary, for having me. So why did you get into the library world originally? When I was in high school, I worked as a page in our local library. And it was a good fit for me because I always have enjoyed reading. And have usually I always went to the library at least once a week. And then when I was in college, I continued to work as a page in our local library. And after that, I volunteered at libraries in different places where I've lived. And so I've always had an ongoing relationship with libraries in uh, different capacities. You say you're a reader, which makes sense. What types of books are you reading these days? I'm trying to read more nonfiction these days. I'm trying to push my reading boundaries a bit. And I'm trying to read more history to better understand the world that we live in. Any recommendations for folks out there? I'm going to leave that up to folks. We all have (laughs) lots of different interests. So what types of books do Wet Mountain Valley readers favor? Are there any trends? Yes. A lot of readers enjoy westerns, as you might imagine, here in the valley. We also have a lot of folks who enjoy sort of what I call the mysteries and the CJ boxes of the world and the Longmire crew and those kinds of things. Uh, So mysteries are very popular with our readers. And nonfiction history is usually popular more, I would say, with men than women. And so, and of course, a lot of the latest and the newest things that are out, people are always enjoying that. Okay. You're working with Sandy from KLZR right here on the Next 50 initiative that we've got going. What's that all about? I had an opportunity to work with Sandy Dalton of KLZR. She and I worked together on the Next 50 initiative, which is a grant. And it allows people to learn how to create programming for the radio station. In the case of the library, we created a public service announcement. Sandy helped me with that from its inception of actually writing it to recording it and then editing it. And it now will be airing in the near future on the radio station. We will look forward to that. Now, the library as an institution has changed a lot since I was a kid. I remember going to the library every week during the summertime, getting some books and taking them home. But now in the world of Amazon, the Internet, iPhones, Netflix, there are a lot of places where people can find content. How does that affect the library? Well, it keeps us on our toes. And I see us as purveyors of information. And our role in providing information is to get people from point A to point B, whether it's a book, the internet. Some people come in to, uh, we provide a lot of services for copying and faxing and office and work-related services. So we're kind of all things to many people. As we record this at the 1st of April, 2022, are you coming out of covid So certainly we were impacted by COVID for quite some time, but at least from the point of view of traffic and event planning, we are up and running and have been welcoming people back to the library for quite some time, and I think we're in full throttle at this point. 
Now, you're the head of adult programs at the West Custer County Library. Are there currently reading programs going on? I remember last time we talked, there was one coming up. Yes, you're correct, Gary. Uh, We, from usually in early January through the end of March, we do a winter reading program. This year's theme was Blaze New Trails. I felt it was a good time uh, to be looking and exploring new things and learning new things. And we actually finish up the reading program on Thursday, and we'll be selecting two winners. First place will receive a $100 gift card to a local business. Second place will receive a fifth, second place winner will receive a $50 gift card to a local business. We try to keep it local and support the local community. Okay. You always have some upcoming events, uh, speakers and that sort of thing. What's on the horizon here in April and early May? Well, Charles Bryant, the Custer County Noxious Weed Manager, will be joining us on April 12th at the library. It's a Tuesday at, uh, I believe it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon off the top of my head. And Charles is very knowledgeable about pasture management, identification of noxious weeds, and he'll be looking at helping you to control noxious weeds, for example, in your pasture as we start to get into more the spring and summer seasons. So it's a very timely topic. After that, on Friday night, April 22nd at 5.30 at the Rosita Avenue facility at 110 Rosita Avenue, the Custer County Cattlewomen's Association will be giving a presentation on their rich history, also some of their present-day initiatives, their role in terms of education and scholarships. And then on Tuesday, April 26th at 9.30, we have Kevin Rhodes. He is a community resident, and he'll be teaching a class on decluttering. I'd ask you to call the library to sign up for that program. Uh, We're not limiting seats, but he would like to know who's coming and how many people. In the beginning of May... On Friday night, May 6th at 6 o'clock, Search and Rescue, the Search and Rescue folks will be doing a presentation for the community. So I'm looking forward to that and learning more about Search and Rescue. I understand that you're interested in doing more with uh, local history this year. How might that play out? So I'm always looking for partnerships, and I had the opportunity yesterday, as a matter of fact, to partner with the folks at Beckwith Ranch, the Friends of Beckwith Ranch. And Courtney Miller was kind enough to do a presentation, and he portrayed Elton Beckwith. And he gave us a presentation, a historical presentation, and also present-day information on uh, things that are going on at Beckwith Ranch. And then the presentation ended with a tour of the ranch. We are looking for other historical opportunities going down the road. And I will be talking to the folks at the Pines Ranch very soon. We hope to do something in relation to that. And I'm going to keep looking for more opportunities to share local history with the community. There's a lot of new folks in the Valley. They're probably interested in what makes this Valley tick history-wise. Yes, we do hear a lot about interest in the place, the history of where they live. And I'm always on the lookout for someone who can talk at the library about local history. It's, it's a hot topic. Something I was unaware of are your technology appointments. What are those about? That sounded uh, potentially useful for Valley residents. So we have folks who might be interested in help with a device such as a phone or a laptop, and they need some troubleshooting. And what happens, I mean, we're not Dell support, but we can do a lot of basic things. And so we ask them to either email info at westcusterlibrary.org 
or call the library at 719-783-9138, and we can set up a technology appointment to help support folks in the community. So if I needed help with my phone, I could uh, try that out? Yes, you could. So for example, sometimes folks don't understand how their settings work or how to retrieve a a picture on their phone. And those are some of the many things that we've helped them out with. You might get flooded after that. There's probably a lot That's of That would be a there. good problem to have. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is happening at the library? Well, we have a new service that's going to be provided to the community. We have the DMV to go. And the DMV to go means the Department of Motor Vehicles will be coming up on the third Thursday of the month to the library, to the community room from 10 to 3. And folks can actually go in and get their license renewed. And so if you have questions about documents that you may need, I would go to the DMV website. But it allows people to just go to the local library. They don't have to drive down the hill, and they can get their license renewed very easily. Very good. When I visit the library, I always go to the selection of new books. How are new books chosen? New books are chosen by our co-director, Jenna Calkins Mushrush with input from the staff. And also we receive input from publishing companies. They're constantly sending information about what's new, what's on the horizon. We look at what the interests are of our patrons. And so the new section is very popular. We, we try very hard to get as many, a diverse selection as possible to meet the needs of our patrons. And if we cannot, we're happy to place a hold on a book at another library and bring it here to, for them through the courier system. I commonly order books, and many of them I get rid of after I've read them. Is the library open to donations? The library is certainly open to donations. You may have seen a donation cart in either the lobby or in the summertime or nicer weather. We have it out in front of the library. We share those donations with the community. Sometimes we add donations to the collection. just depends on how old the book is and the kind of condition that they're in. And we also raise funding through that. People will give us donations. They don't have to, but sometimes people are kind enough to give a donation, and that's very helpful for more book purchases for the future. And those carts sit out in the lobby for anyone to look at, I know. That's correct. Let me remind folks, we're visiting with Kathy McCarthy from the West Custer County Library. Uh, Kathy, there's a lot of readers in the county, and some belong to various book groups. Any idea of how many groups there are? And are there some associated with the library? Well, I'm only aware of the ones associated with the library, and we have approximately three of them. And if you have an interest in finding out more information, you can stop by the library, you can call us, or you can email info at westcusterlibrary.org, and we can forward your email to the leaders of those book groups. That sounds good. Now, the library has access to a million books, I suspect, and movies and other things. We used to call that interlibrary loan. How does that work these days? Well, these days we're part of the Aspen Cat system, and Aspen Cat is a consortium of rural libraries. There are about 120 to 125 of us, and we share resources. We can't possibly purchase everything that our, our budget doesn't allow for us to purchase everything our patrons need. So what would happen is we place a hold on an item. You can do that from home if you set up an online account, or you can call us and we can do that for you, whatever works for someone. And then all of the items come through Denver, through a sorting center, and then they're physically delivered to the library three times a week on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. 
So if I was seeking some piece of literary obscurica, you could help me out, it sounds like. I sure can try. <laughs> Tell me a bit about tools that you might have if I was researching uh, some history, my heritage, uh, genealogy, those sorts of things. Well, on our library website, we have a genealogy tool that you can use that's free. And people can use that from home if they have internet available to them. And by the way, we have hotspots available for checkout if people do not have internet at home. But the genealogy tool on our website is one place they can look. We also have hard copy files. We have several file cabinets full of historical information from things like the people who may have lived at Beckwith Ranch, to the Pines Ranch, to some founding families like the Kennecotts and the Cokes. We have lots of information on local churches, historical buildings of significance, and then we have the historical reference section. Now, while you cannot check out these books, you can come to the library and you can actually look through this information. So, for example, if you wanted to do a paper on the history of branding, maybe you have an interest in brands and wanted to see what came beforehand, you can look at that. So I would encourage you to get the best value for your search to make an appointment with us. And again, you would call 719-783-9138, or you can email us, and we'd be happy to set up an appointment so that we can devote some time to the research that you're looking to undertake. And I suspect over time, you've got people from out of town showing up saying, hey, my family used to live in the valley. I'm trying to find out something more about them. Yes, that's a common occurrence in the summertime. People will come to visit their families, or maybe they're coming back and their family doesn't live here anymore and they want to find out some information. We do have historical newspaper collections, and those are available through our website. You can actually do that research from wherever you live. We also have microfiche. We have Wet Mountain Tribune on microfiche, and many people may not realize that we had eight to nine historical newspapers here back in the heyday of the mining boom. And so there's lots of information out there for people to take advantage of. Good deal. As we run out of time, here's a question I'm curious about. Are there a couple books from your past that influenced you significantly or that you particularly remember? I'm always fond of Tolstoy, anything he's ever written. I love the book um, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. I'm a huge fan of Jane Austen and the Bronte sisters. And so those are some of the classics that I tend to gravitate towards. But I love Tolkien. I love Mary Shelley. So most of my interests lie in the classics. Okay. Remind folks how they can get in touch with the library, phone number, email, etc. Thank you for asking that. So it's 719-783-9138 or info at westcusterlibrary.org. Very good. Kathy, any final thoughts? Yes. I would encourage anyone out there who has an interest in offering information on a topic or would like to speak at the library. I'm always looking for partners out in the library. For example, we've partnered with you folks here at KLZR, and partnerships are very helpful in providing information to the community. It's often how we arrange for a speaker, and I'm always on the lookout for someone to partner with. So I would encourage people to drop by, call, or email us if you have an interest in sharing information on an important topic that you'd like to let the community know about. Great. Kathy, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate the time you took today with me, Gary. 
We've been visiting with Kathy McCarthy from the West Custer County Library. She is the Adult Services Librarian. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m., and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a rainbow.